if you think New York is dead, go. But the, the, get out, number one. And the second thing is, um, the second the second thing about- By the way, that's what Americans tell people who criticize America. Love it or leave it. So, hey, great analogy, buddy. That's love it or leave it analogy. Welcome to Option A or B with your Chris Canada, where informal barbershop-like anything-goes debating topics gets mixed with some formal parliamentary-like debating structure. Ha <laughs> ha We're back, and business is booming, baby. And I don't mean business figuratively, I mean literally. I mean, we got merch, baby. We got various designs. The number one selling design is the Option A or B logo on a shirt or whatever uh, piece of fabric you like to put it on. That's number one. And interestingly enough, the number two selling piece of merch we have right now is related to the episode that we're about to listen to, which is Mankies, New York Mankies to be specific. And I'm literally looking on Amazon right now. We have Stop White on White Crime shirts. We have Riot For Me shirts. We have Cancel Yourself shirts. We have Harlem is Better Than Brooklyn shirts. We have 125th and Lexington shirts with a picture of of uh, Michael Jackson when he was in Thriller shirts. We have Fuck the Bug. I've got the antibody shirts. We got a lot of stuff. We even have R.I.P. Roy Jones Jr. He's alive, but it was funny at the time, that shirt. We even have a shirt of this guy named Dell Jenkins wearing a R.I.P. Roy Jones Jr. shirt of him wearing the shirt. That's a shirt. So we got merch, baby. So I will definitely include a link to that in the show notes if you're interested in that. Also, you can reach out to me because I am a co-creator. I love to create with others. If you have shirt designs that you would like to put out into the world, hit me up and let's talk. Moving right along, this particular episode is bittersweet for me because this will be the last episode of this podcast being recorded in the Option Air B original studio, which is my one bedroom apartment in New York City. We've had a nice run, I've had a nice run, but if 2020 has taught us anything, is that change is inevitable, but growth is optional. I'll say that again, change is inevitable, but growth is optional. And I didn't make that up, but I'm going to not say who said it, because I don't know who said it. So I think there's no better way to end the last episode being recorded in the original Option Air B studio in New York City than having a great conversation about a great term coined mankeys. So what makes this episode unique is that this is actually the very first time that I'm actually able to have a conversation about mankeys with a mankey. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to necessarily uh, say he's a mankey. You can listen to the episode and come up with that conclusion on your own. But I had a great time. This is actually from Sean Hardy's podcast, Let the Menace Reflect. It's a two-part episode. And this particular section of that episode is Sean and I only discussing the term and word mankeys. I mean, if you want to learn a little bit more about me, besides like what made me come up with Option Air B, a little bit about my story, you should also go and check out Let the Minutes Reflect by Sean Hardy, uh, available on all podcast platforms. He did a really good job interviewing me. I was flattered that he would have me on a second episode of his new podcast, Let the Minutes Reflect. So definitely check that out. But yeah, so this is the last episode being recorded out of the original Option Air B studio in New York City. Fitting, it's about Mankey's, like I said. 
Interestingly enough, the Seahawks are playing the Giants tomorrow, and then after that we play the Jets, and neither of those games are in New York, which is sucks for me, even though we're in a pandemic, so I wouldn't have been able to go to the game anyway, but you get my point. I'm kind of rambling. Let's get into the episode. So without further ado, let's do this. lived in at some at some point very soon you will have well actually that may change you never know but you will live you will have lived in new york almost as long as you have lived in seattle in, in tacoma why have you declared war on native new yorkers with the term mankey <laughs> if you didn't bring it up i was um i was gonna wear the shirt but i wanted to it, i purposely didn't put the option A or B logo on the Mankeys because I didn't want it to get tracked back to me. But as you can see, it's probably reversed, but I have my Riot for me shirt. Like now I have merch, which is great. Um, that helped me feel good about, and I don't even like to refer to option A or B, B as me. I really swear to God, I think of it as an us thing. So I wanted to like give us things to kind of like rep what this thing is. Mankey is realistically a term that was invented, and I'm going to name drop here. Um, it was invented by, so I'm the one that came up with the actual term, the name. But it was a thing that me, uh, my good friend Dane Scotty, my good friend Al Sharif Barksdale, and my good friend, native New Yorker, uh, Daryl Tweed, uh, he's from the Bronx as well. We would call each other Mankeys. Because like it was funny because it was like we like to we like to call each other monkeys like we, we that's our personalities we <laughs> we think it's we think I think monkeys are hilarious I actually know people who've called black black people who called other black people monkeys before it, it's not meant to be some racial thing it's not meant to declare war on native New Yorkers but this is what I will say I don't think anyone has any doubt that Americans have a certain arrogance that like is not rooted in reality it's like you just believe you're great. You haven't done shit. And to me, New Yorkers are the city version of like that in the United States. It's like New Yorkers have the same mentality that Americans have globally. And when you are, so if I was a foreigner living in America, I would probably also notice how stupid, and, and I'm not saying native New Yorkers are stupid, but how stupid it is to believe that you're great when you don't know. You haven't been tested. You haven't done anything. You haven't gone anywhere else to know for sure. You just believe it. It's it's very dogmatic, I think. And I just like it because I don't think New Yorkers get – they don't get what – I feel like they deserve to get get what they give. Like, New Yorkers love to give it, but they don't think that anyone's worthy of telling them that New York – and I'm not saying New York is a bad place as, a, as the actual place. I'm talking about the native New Yorkers who've never really left, who've who, – don't understand really life outside of New York and they love to tell you how great New York is. That term eventually came to represent them. Um, it's also on urban dictionary has over a hundred likes and only one dislike. I'm sure Sean will find <laughs> it. Was not me. I'm sure <laughs> Sean's going to find a way to get the dislikes up on that one, but it's all love though. At the end of the day, man, like I love you. Um, I was at your wedding. A lot of native New Yorkers are like my best friends. I've been here a long time. I'm I'm been living technically on the Eastern Standard Time longer than I've lived on Pacific Standard Time. So, 
it's all love. Like I wear my Mickey shirt. People think it's a Yankee shirt, um, which is hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, man, no, it's all love, man. It's it's like I just hope everyone knows that it's if you read, I could, you know, what we you should definitely put the Urban Dictionary link in the show notes because I would love to read the dictionary. I mean, the Urban Dictionary definition, but I don't know how much time we got. You know what I'm gonna do? I I'll consider that. Okay. And I, I want to see, and the reason I'm considering it is because I want to see it goes from 100 likes to 450 likes in like yeah. three weeks. Oh no, it's gonna, the dislikes are going to proportion improportionally go up now. Well, I mean, listen. Uh, all right. So what I will say, I was uh, telling you about the structure for the show. I told you that there was going to be a section called freestyle, and I'll be clear, I didn't know what the freestyle moment was going to be, but I figured it would come to me during the show, and now here we are. So, everything that you said about New Yorkers, as a native New Yorker, I have to defend, I have to defend, I have to defend this. Everything you said about New Yorkers, most of it is true. Like, yes, there are Every city has people who are born there, live there, never leave and die. And will tell you why that place is great. Now, I think there are a lot more cities that have people who are born there and live there and barely leave. And they, they, they live in a, I was going to say, that's a testing term nowadays. Thanks. Thanks, Mr. President. Um, they live in a native New Yorker, by the undesirable way. Native place. New Yorker, native New Yorker, by the way. He's, Donald Trump. Do, do you want his who turned his back on his home state so he can go to hell? You know what's funny? <laughs> the irony, the irony of the irony of Donald Trump being his who he is, is that he is from Queens, which is arguably the most racially diverse place on planet Earth. But that speaks to a whole other. That speaks to a whole other. Uh, that's a whole other. Thing. But. I mean, for, yeah, so like there are people that live in undesirable places and they know it's undesirable, but they do not have the desire or the means or the wherewithal or the know how to get out. New Yorkers, like, I, maybe you've probably had conversations if you had, feel free to stop me, but like, it's not like, it, our arrogance comes from the outside. It doesn't come from inside. It comes from the outside. It's like, okay, you grow up, as you're growing up, and you turn on the TV, and half the TV shows are based in New York. The We have the tallest building. We have the, not the, the, the biggest subway system. Like, have, we're the first capital of the United States of America. Uh, all the rappers are from there. Well, at least in the 80s and 90s, the most popular ones. You know, you invented Wall hip-hop. Street is here. You invented hip-hop. We, we, the Bronx invented hip-hop. Like, so when you're seeing that and then you're seeing that your entire life and you're like, all right, you know, we are hot shit, right? And then like, like you see these famous people on TV and they're New Yorkers. And then, and I think there's a bit of a, uh, generation divide here because when people when our age like listen we're in our late 30s when if i went to another city whether it be atlanta or dc or wherever and you said you're from new york it was like a certain aura like oh like you're from that place i only see on tv now in this world that's connected virtually to your point 
where everyone sees everything everywhere all the time, it's like, oh, you're from New York? Where are your Tim's at? Shut up. You know? So <laughs> it, it, we've, it, we've, we've, we've lost our, we, New York has a bit of loss of, we've lost a bit of our luster because the, the mysteriousness of New York doesn't, can't exist anymore because it's literally like, listen, I used to, the only time, like even when in the 90s where, in the early 90s where like there's certain artists West Coast artists that we never heard in New York unless you heard them on the radio, right? Like, they're not playing Matt Dre on Hot 97 in 1993, you know? But the same way how they're not playing boot camp clip, boot camp clip on Power 106 in LA in 1993, right? So now that the walls have been taken down, it's like, all right, now I, now I know more about this place and this place ain't shit because my place is actually pretty good. So that's yeah. what I'll say about that. No, so no, honestly, I understand why. No, what what you said is I, I it's not. So I, I brought I pulled up the definition, but I'm not going to read it. But one of the things you said is something I've used to explain when people ask me what what are Mankeys. But what I've said is I'm like the thing about New York is that before the internet, New York had the luster. It had it was it was the media could convince the outside world how great it was. And to your point. Once they once the Internet kind of flattened or kind of exposed or whatever word we want to use to say, like, OK, like or just like like I said, the New York I moved to, you needed to know where you were going or your people are going to get mad that you're like walking too slow or like looking around or whatever, whatever. And now everyone is slow because everyone's looking down on their phone on Instagram. We're trying to read on Instagram and walk across the street. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that's not the same New York. And so, like. But, the, but to be fair, just so you know, Mankeys was something that we caught ourselves because we were we were in New York. It sounds like Yankee, but it's mixed with monkey. It was simple as that. <laughs> and then and then what happened was after the dudes, the original dudes who created it all were moving and I was staying, I then was I just repurposed it and made it more of like a descriptor of the people that we know. Like it's not like we don't know these people. It's just that they didn't have a derogatory or uh, or uh, uh, any kind of description that explains all the negative aspects of like in the townies or the this or the that because the New York New Yorkers the native New Yorkers the Mankeys those people have a like to your point believe in themselves a lot but I'm saying that belief isn't rooted in actual data it's like gut but it is it, no it's but not it rooted. I'm saying I'm saying the people who think that they're the from New York. They really aren't because they'll, they'll get their ass. I swear to God, you have a, a one of these dudes on my block come to the hood of Tacoma. They'll get beat the fuck up because they're not strong just because you're from New York. That doesn't make you strong. You have to actually know how to fight. And guess what? People don't fight. Once guns started becoming a thing, people didn't really know how to fight no more. And that's that's mm-hmm. me and you. We grew up in the yeah. gun era when we didn't yeah. know, need to know how to fight because the minute you fight, then you got to worry about getting shot. So like, what's so? None of these dudes know how to fight anymore. No, no one knows how to fight. So you're not really tougher than anyone. And yeah, you might know a little bit about stuff quicker than people. But with the internet, not really. You don't. You're not really that much more on top of like the trends because you're on your block talking to your homies. Like that doesn't cut it anymore. So I'll say two things. One. When I, say, when, when I say it's rooted in data about why New Yorkers feel like they're really good at what they do and, you know, existing is because, like, like New York is fucking expensive. Like, my, like, my parents 
live in the North Bronx as Jamaican immigrants, where else, like, like if as, as, as immigrants, like if you were to buy a house, you're either going to live, you're going to live on the outskirts. You're either going to live in the North Bronx or uh, the far, like Queens by, by JFK, like which is where my wife is from, or you lived in Brooklyn in the flatlands or like you lived in the outskirts. And then like, if you had to like, yeah, if you worked in the city, it's like, okay, now I got to get into two train for like, an hour and 10 minutes, which I used to do when I was growing up. So like, and then like, you know, you go like, you, like you're in, like you're in the Bronx and you want to buy, you go to McDonald's in the nineties and you can get a number one for two ninety nine, And then you go to Manhattan, it's four fifty, And you're like, so how do you manage that? So how do you manage, like, how do you manage that? Like that, that, dispar- that disparity. So that is like, that's something that, especially like, New Yorkers of color carry with themselves. Um, and on the flip side, I'll say that now the problem is uh, the war in New York has just not gotten to the point where like, like there are many things you could bang on New Yorkers for, but now people bang on New York for super reasons. Like the the thing I always like, not, not to say I hate, but it's like when people tell me like, you pay a house in New York costs $750,000. I could get a house twice the size in Detroit for half the price. And my response always is like, yeah. And you live in Detroit. Like, <laughs> like, like the, 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 the obsession nowadays of like, oh, I got this crazy, I got this crazy house in Atlanta for like, it's like five bedrooms. Like three hundred fifty thousand dollars for it. I was like, well, no, you didn't get in Atlanta. You got in the freaking Stone Mountain, which is like a f- hour and a half drive. You live by yourself. You're single. You have a five bedroom apartment. You have a car. It's like, all right, but yes, now c- congratulations. Now the money you save, you can spend on gas going down seventy five eighty five to go to the club every week. But what I'm now going on for tangent. All right, so wait, wait, wait. wait. Let me let me, right. let me let me let me also say, and I do yes. agree with. So I just want to make sure that we kind of delineate this here. So New York is a great place. That's a fact. And I think there's data. It's an amazing that. place. But and Native New no Yorkers place are not the, the reason world why. Like it. They're not why. Native New Yorkers are not why. It's oh, boy. It's, oh, I'm, no. We're not doing I'm telling this. you. I'm telling you. Transplants make We're this New York. This. I'm letting, I'm just oh telling my you, goodness. most Native New Yorkers are this not is, necessarily making this place a great place. It's just that they happen oh to no. live in a great place. That's like, 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 like I said, if you live somewhere and you're just, the Alvin that, argument. Doesn't make, that doesn't make it great. Like the, the, the people are not making, look, if you're not contributing to making New York great, then you are not why it's great. Like you don't get but to be great say because that. there's Wall Street. You you guys didn't make Wall Street. You guys didn't make hip hop. Like you got you were born in the eighties. Hip hop already existed. So what did you make? You're just you're just you're just literally grabbing what's there. You're not making anything. You're not contributing. So to me, bragging about shit you didn't create is not worthy of like being you great. You're not great because and I'm not saying you, Sean. I'm saying whoever takes that much. That's like an American saying. America's great because we have the best military. It's like, okay, yeah, but it was the <laughs> military was great way before you were born. Like when you tell me why America's great and you list things that have nothing to do with you, then I question why the, what you're saying is is accurate or or valid. And I didn't I don't know what Alvin's okay, so argument is. This is my argument. 
Alvin has made that argument also that New York is great because of transplants. And I'm saying, like, listen, first of all, I completely reject that for two reasons. One, no one says that about any other city except for L.A., because L.A. is literally where, like, everyone moves to because, like, if you want to be an actor, an actress, for the most part, you have to live there. No one says that about no one. And, and maybe Washington, D.C., Right. But I, but I bet you if you told people that other people make Washington great, you'd be like, oh, but although it makes sense, but like, no one says that about Chicago or Miami or this is about Atlanta. And I remember when Atlanta blew the fuck up in the 90s. Like, all y'all motherfuckers ain't from Atlanta, but no one says transplants make Atlanta great. But, oh, transplants make, transplants make New York great. I fundamentally have a problem with that for two reasons. One, a, many of New York's problems exist now because there are people who have moved to New York that do not bring or provide any value to the city, whether it's the case of gentrifiers mm-hmm. or even like, like whenever, like, you know, you know what uh, phrase pisses me off when I hear people say New York is dead. And if you look at people say New York is dead, it's a lot of people who left New York in April because of COVID and they, they're living in the Hamptons or they're living in their, Lake House, upstate New York, or what it really is, is or or what it really is, is the people who are mad that they can't go to brunch anymore on a Saturday, and they can't go to freaking you know grits and biscuits, or they can't do all the cool things that they want to do. So it's like, oh, New York is dead. It's like, all right. And then when I hear that, I'm like, all right. Well, guess what? We lived here all our lives. We dealt with 9/11. We dealt with the crack epidemic. I remember what Times Square used to look like in the 80s. Like when, like, if you think New York is dead, go. But the, the, get out, number one. And the second thing is, um, the second the second thing about- By the way, that's what Americans tell people who criticize America. Love it or leave it. So, hey, great analogy, buddy. That's well, a it's, love it or leave it analogy. You're, well, the thing is- the same thing. You can't say nothing bad about New York because when you do, then they just tell you to leave. And I'm like, that's why on my Mankey's rant, which is also on Option Air B, <laughs> we did a Mankey's rant. If Sean wants to, he can link that in there too. But- we explain all of these things, and I specifically say they always tell you to leave if you don't if you're not happy with it. And you're right, and that's the same energy we need to give to people who criticize the United States. Well, that was that was cute. Um, that was, but what I would say is that so yes, I do see where I do see why that look is, look look problematic. I will say that the difference between people complain about New York and people complain about America is like. People say, like, hey, I would like the police to stop shooting black people. Well, if you don't like, you can leave. Whereas for New York, it's like the rent's too high. Well, like, well, if the rent's too high, <laughs> then leave. Like, like, you don't have a right to live here. Like, we have a friend that will complain years ago about New York is so expensive. Why? Because of his personal trainer. And it's like, why the fuck? You, a, you don't need to have a personal trainer. Like, um, and the second thing I was going to say about New Yorkers is, um, oh, shit, I forgot it again. It's, 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 related, to, it's related to transplants, um, but I, I, it'll, it'll come back to me. Say something. So Philadelphia is on the East Coast. Um, yes, I've been in there a few times. Not a fan. Um, <laughs> and you know why I'm not a fan? Because it's like basically what I think New York would be if there was no transplants. It's like, okay, it's like, this is not for me. 
So, hey, look, I will say I am not someone who I think does adjust as well to places that don't attract transplants. I am a transplant. Like the places where transplants aren't attracted to are usually the places I don't want to go to. So Detroit, not much of a transplant attraction, attractive place. Same thing with Columbus, Ohio. Same thing with various places that I don't frequent. So, you know, like we can also... We can at least say that I get why New Yorkers would have an issue with the critique and just take it Certain as Certain critiques like, hey, are valid. Certain critiques are No, I'm just are saying, valid. just take it, take it for, take it, take my critique as this. I do think, like Jay-Z's from New York, you know what I'm saying? Hip-hop came from New York. Like, these are all things that you can't deny. But I don't also think New Yorkers realize how much they coattail ride on things instead of thinking like, okay, I'm not, it's not, I'm not entitled to be great. Like just because I am born, the soil that I am born on doesn't make me entitled or birthright greatness. So I think the issue is number one ladders up to that people who live here, especially I can speak to kind of think New Yorkers are kind of just delusional like they have a, a false sense of importance and and you can say for valid reasons that they do but then I would then say and that's why people in the United States do the same so guess what I'm actually like you Sean when people talk shit about the United States I am quick to use Mankey responses to them because because this is my country I'm gonna go ahead and just act like it's great I've traveled though and I still live in the United States. Mm-hmm. I can't think of where I would rather live other than maybe Canada because it's right next to the United States and I can still see my family. Like, I don't know if I want to live in Australia. I don't know if I want to live in Europe permanently. But, like, that's what New York is to you. Like, New York is a place where, like it or not, transplant, this is my home. So I get it. Like, I, just like how I defend the United States, I see it. I get it. So, like, you know, just to understand... That is not, it's all love, but like if people mm-hmm. come up with a term, I don't know what the term is for Americans, the equivalent of Mankeys, but maybe you and I can create it today and make that into a thing, and sell, it, some, it, sell some merch. It probably exists in other countries we don't know. It has to exist. So what I was going to say is the other thing about transplants is that, you know, a transplant will, edit, well, a transplant will say like, well, we or, or what make New York great, but will completely ignore the fact that New Yorkers are also everywhere and New Yorkers probably help your little bullshit town turn into what it is today. And you know what? If everybody moved back home to their, to their native cities, then let's see what, let's see what it looks like then. (laughs) All right. Let's see what it looks like then. That's great because like, if I had to move back to Tacoma and, (laughs) and like, you get to move back to New York, I would be jealous of you being in New York. <laughs> but I would also know that all the transplants are gone, so that means Wall Street's going to collapse. A lot of things in New York that actually takes place in New York will probably collapse. So, like, Why? I want to see how... Oh, really? You think Wall Street... So you're going to have a, a bunch of Mankeys on Wall Street now? That's all who's going to be on the trading why do, you, why do you think that Ray Ray for the Bronx is going to be... It's like, yo, Ray Ray. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, the quality, the quality, like, Wall Street has the best people in the world there. Yes. Now you would only have the best people in the city of New York. Like, that is a very... down. That's a huge downgrade of talent. I agree. However, what I will say is this. 
it's the same reason why certain schools and colleges are better than bigger schools and colleges are better than small schools and colleges. Like, I'm not saying that every person in New York is a freaking genius, but it will be easier for me to find the geniuses in the city of 8 million people as compared to the city of, how many people went to Tacoma, Washington? Yeah. Not to show you, not to show you your time. No, go for it, go for it. No, I'm not showing you your time, but like, that's what I'm I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. All right, this is a great- Wait, hold on. on. The last thing I'll say in this particular thing. Yes. One thing you will easily find is a bunch of people who think they're geniuses from New York. Oh, that's the thing I was saying. You may not have them. You may have more of than Tacoma, but you'll have even more people who just think they're geniuses because they're from New York, even though they ain't really done read anything. They ain't really passed any classes. They just think that they're geniuses, just like they think that they're tough. So that's so, okay. So that's what the thing I'm going to say is that yes, there are people who are from New York who think that. All right, so I'll, t- I'll take a step back. There are New Yorkers. Part of the reason why New Yorkers do have their swag and their keep a certain energy level is the when you travel out of town, whether as a young person, and obviously this is like this is before the internet became even even now, like when you travel out of town and you experience certain things, and you're like, wait a minute, y'all don't know how to do this, y'all don't know how to do that. Oh, like where I'm from. This is how we like, this is how we have to, we have, like where I'm from, I have to figure out how to get home. When I live an hour away by train, I don't have no money, right? So when you go certain places, and that even I heard that when I was growing up, like you go certain places and it's like, no, we're like, we're faster, we're bigger. We figure things out better than these other places, which is fine, whatever. Um, on the flip side, there are many people, and this exists anywhere in America, anywhere in the world that, literally to your point, ride on the coattails of like, well, I'm from New York and they think, or I'm from Atlanta or I'm from wherever. Compton. Compton. Yes. I'm from Compton. I'm from, I'm I'm from Collie Park, Georgia. And they think that because I mean, they think that by saying that people are going to just like back the fuck up, but then you run into a real one and then we see what happens. And to your point about, like you said, if someone from to New York went to Tacoma, saw the shit that might get beat up. Like, listen, I I went to school in New York, and there's some people in Syracuse that are real ones in Syracuse, New yeah. York. Yeah. And we learned very quickly, like, listen, there are real people everywhere. And the real people, facts, whether facts. you're from New York or you're from Minneapolis, Minnesota, or you're from Omaha, Nebraska, the real will always recognize the real. And the people who act like the people who act like they're tough shit because they're from New York when they go back or they are probably not very well liked. So we are united in the struggle against those fake people. Definitely. And I think one thing, last thing I'll say is that I not, this is literally only speaking for Chris Canada. I never had any issues with any any New Yorkers at any point in my life. And I think part of that is because one, I don't try to act like I'm from New York. I don't try to embrace it, but I respect it. But at the same, and I'm talking about real people, the real New York, like the real ones, Mm -hmm. the real people being everywhere. I'm not saying I'm real, but what I'm saying is that when I've seen, when I seem to meet people, regardless of if they're like, you know, a New Yorker that went to Stuyvesant or they're a New Yorker that didn't even really graduate and and is a D-boy or, you know, a trapper, (laughs) 
Like, I usually can get along with either one because I'm not trying to act like I'm the smartest person in the room. And I'm not trying to act like I'm the toughest person in the room. I'm just me. And but but the only thing you will know is I'm not stupid and I'm not weak. I'm not soft. Like I, I I'll take an L. I'll lose. But I'm not going out like that, which is you'll see in even with my arguing style. Like I don't whatever I believe is what I'm going to say. I'm not going to I'm not going to say like, oh, because this person says it, I'm going to have their back. It's like, nope. if you say something I don't agree with, I'm going to say it. And I think New Yorkers at least can res- or just not New Yorkers. People can respect people who are their own selves or comfortable, uh, comfortable ish. You know, we all have our issues in our own skin. Mm-hmm. So I think for me, like one thing I'll tell anyone who does come to New York, like don't try to be something you're not. Because one thing New Yorkers mm-hmm. probably are better at than other people is in trying to intimidate you because they think they will usually think that you think that you think that they're a little tougher than you. They you think that they might just get stuff quicker than you because some of it's based on their environment and some of it's based on, like you said, people like how Americans and, think that because if I, if I'm in London and I'm talking to a dude from London, I do kind of feel like, well, man, I'm from us. Like you're from, you're from <laughs> England. I'm better than you. Like I get it. It's like, that's what I'm saying. I don't even yeah. hate on, on Mankies because I'm a Mankey in my own way. I'm a Mankey version. I'm a Mankey. Mankey. I'm a Mankey yes. American. I'm gonna make you American. There's African Americans, and now there's Mickey Americans. That's the new term. Let's make it. Let's make Mickey some for that. <laughs> I'll make it today. Thank you for appearing on the show. Um, obviously, you option A or B. Um, please check that out. It's available on every podcast platform, or you can go to optionarab.com. Uh, is there anything else you want to plug? Um, yeah. So if, if you can, you can follow me on Instagram, uh, my Instagram handle is I am Chris Canada. And we also have a, uh, option error B or option RB handle on Instagram. And, uh, what I haven't plugged since I haven't dropped a episode since I've had merch. So I got merch. Uh, I think I, if this gets seen on camera, we have all kinds of stuff. I'm open to ideas similar to my debate podcast in the debates we do. I'm always open to or open to uh, shirt ideas and things like that. I know how to design it and get it up on Amazon. And of course, if people want to partner and do things like that, uh, reach out to me. But um, that's what I'll plug. Uh, Option Air B merch. We got all type of stuff on there, including Mankey shirts. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, again, Chris Canada, thank you very much for coming. Uh, Much appreciated. And have a good day. Baby, Chris is the owl and all a good night. Huh. Now we all living a good life. Yeah, though it's 40 below the windshield. And we wipe the snow up off the windshield. It's still a wonderful night to be alive, baby. And I'm so happy I'm with my baby. And we a little late with the Christmas gifts. Rushing for the mall. Don't trip, you know I drive crazy. The streets lit up and feel like Christmas officially. Told her that you to start at the top of my Christmas tree. My only question is, when my presence, she said, she got a gift for me that ain't for the kids to see. Well, I like the way you think, mommy. Now pour some more eggnog in your drink, mommy. You been a bad girl. You sent her three kisses. Gave her the hot chocolate. She said it's deep. <laughs> Christmas in Harlem, yeah. right after autumn falls, uh, uh. soaking it all in. Then we go hit the mall. I'm like bad senator. Though we ain't falling, we might just sit on my back. Feel like we bought it all.
Christmas. Santa Claus Cherry X6. They ain't hear my reindeer. Make it snow on the next chick. Yes. Got enough toys. Wondering what's my next pick before my exit. It get diamond Rolex reckless. Huh? Big bags. Got everything on the checklist. Necklace, but get uh -huh. pockets fat. They precious. Uh -huh. Give mom a pet kiss. Look and tell her she precious. Wow. Lighting up the sour. This tree give me the best gifts. And I remember wow. when I couldn't play Santa Claus. No reindeers. Just horses in the panorama park. We on two fifth shopping with the damage cars. I got your fam while you bidding in the can of no. I got your books. Her man Neiman's hope they still got him. She want them die high spikes with the red bottom. Let's make a toast cause Christ is born. We gon' party all night till the lights come on. Amen. Christmas in Harlem. Right after autumn falls. Soaking it all in. Then we gon' hit the mall. Even though we ain't falling. Feel like we bought it all. The mistletoe's right here. Come give a Christmas Yeah. Mom and dad, I won't be home for the holidays. <laughs> I'm over 800 miles away. In the city that's so pretty. What the hustlers dash through the snow without a sleigh. Tell my family that I'm sorry that I gotta stay. I'm with Yay at the Macy Day Parade. Letting the snow fall on my ABA to shade. Even though I'm in New York, I'm still repping for the A. Christmas in Hollywood. Right up the autumn falls. Soaking it all in. Then we go. Yes, it's the good music, y'all. Right Check it. Uh, uh. On the stoop of that brownstone, shoveling the brownstone. Santa's on a diet, gotta get the pounds gone. Downtown got me feeling like it's Dow Jones, but uptown got me feeling like it's down home. Snow like Sugar Hill, chains on wheels. We turn our two doors into snowmobiles. We got our own style, no Soho feel. Put on your play clothes, how that logo feel? Oh, pose for them photo steals You don't wanna miss a moment, where's your note those peel? I caught her looking at my rollie as my mojo spills Snowflakey on the bezel, hope you know those real Okay, my white girl Veronica, black girl Monica Got me celebrating Chris Mahana Quanica Rockin' dashikis with a yarmulke Where the Christmas tree at? Let's design it up Christmas in Harlem Right after autumn falls Soaking it all in Then we gon' hit the mall Even though we ain't falling Feel like we bought it all The mistletoe's right here Come get a kiss after Saint Nick, never seen Saint Nick, just niggas selling the same nicks, the same bricks, same hustlers running up the Broadway, that's where the snow's at, taste it, foreplay, no turkey or greens, just Jimbo's, Christmas lights and project windows, shout to the coldest on my barometer, Berkman, Shapiro, Kalina, Hanukkah, Christmas night when you wake up and you 
sincerely guess Don't that make you feel good? So since we all snow in in Harlem Let's have Christmas in the hood All of the flashing lights Yeah, the day shines so bright All is for you Wow, you actually made it this far. Well, do us a favor, share this with your family and your friends and your loved ones because you don't always love your family and your friends. And as your moderator, I'm now dropping the mic.